on this episode of Quantum Week, February 14th through 20th, 1999. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines, our stories, and we are in mid-February 1999 with Blast from the Past and Angel of Mine by Monica. But this, we want to. This, this, we shouldn't have done this movie, but maybe we'll talk about that after. We definitely will. We're going to yeah. talk about that before you. Do you want to talk about the announcement first, though? Yeah, we had a big announcement. So this is a, uh, you know, it was our Patreon show. So we want to give you guys a heads up. We probably won't announce this for two weeks to the, in the real show. Obviously, you know, weeks or whatever. Ridiculous thing. I guess <laughs> fine. But we want to at least give you guys a heads up uh, in case you wanted to book hotel rooms, or whatever. Uh, but the live show is locked in, baby. Locked in. Put the deposit down today. Yep. So we are officially in. It's going to be November 20th uh, of this year, obviously, in Dover, New Hampshire at the Strand Theater. Um well, tickets obviously are not on sale yet. They will be. I don't know how before. Maybe maybe a month before. I think a little before that. Well, six weeks. I, I don't know. Six, we can talk yeah, about maybe it. Two months, either one or two months beforehand, the tickets will go on sale. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna figure out something to do special for you guys. We haven't quite gotten there yet. We're batting around some ideas to give you guys either a leg up or some something to do. We, we'll, we'll, yeah. we promise yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll give you guys some sort of thing there. Um, uh, <clears> it's. It's a really big room. It's a, it's a, the cool thing is an old movie theater. Yes. So uh, I used to go there a lot when in my early twenties. I went to the very last movie play there. Yeah, you said that. What was the Charlie movie? Wilson's War? Yeah. So I went. I saw the um, Matrix there. You saw the Matrix there. The I Matrix, saw Twister yeah. there as a kid. In fact, in the room that we're going to be in, you uh, saw Matrix in that same room. I think so. Uh, I saw Charlie Wilson's War in the other room. They had two theaters. Um, I remember the the small room. One more. was I think much I saw, smaller. Yeah, which I liked. I liked that room. Me actually. too. That's what I wanted to get. Yeah, I uh, didn't have a stage, so we were in the much larger room. Which is uh, when I say much larger, it is like I don't know, maybe ten times as big as the small room. Um, I would prefer the small room, uh, but uh, the bigger the room was cool. It's a much cooler room. It is a cool room. Um, and uh, yeah, so I saw one. It must have been a Sunday night. I went and saw Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tom Hanks and Julie Roberts. And I, at that point in time, I was living in Dover and I was walking to work. And along between my house and work was the movie theater. So I passed by it every day. So uh, Sunday night, go see the show. Monday morning, I'm walking to work. It's cold. It's just closed <laughs> until further notice. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I got, I felt like this was some weird. Yeah. I felt like I had like been a character in Blast in the Past. I had like jumped forward 30 years. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was just here. I, got, I, I even I did, I could double check. I'm like, was I really just there? I had, I was in a dream. Like what happened? Um, and then like, Three months later, like it wasn't closed until further notice. It was just simply closed. Yep. And it was uh, uh, and it, it, the uh, company was Spinelli Cinemas. And oh, uh, I forgot Spinelli owned it. Yeah. Does Spinelli still? Does Spinelli own the one in Barrington? No. The Barnsley? No. They lost all. They had three theaters. They had uh, actually one time where they had four, but at that point they only had three, and they didn't. They weren't paying their rent. And they lost all of their theaters. And then uh, the one in Barrington reopened as Barnsies. Barnsies. I swear to God, today. Barnsies. That's a terrible theater. I've seen some shows there. It's, it's like the a, same theater. Well, they do the best they can. But I liked, but I liked the Strand because it would always be the second run. It I was know. just, it was, and it was like, I think I was at, I think I might have played like two bucks. Yeah, they used three to, bucks. They would for play the second run movies. Yeah, actually, I, um, I go back far enough. Where I remember when they played first run movies when they made that switch in the yeah. early '90s. It was still first run, yeah. but they weren't drawing because it was such an old theater. 
theater. Yeah. So they have this different, um, they, they go over their prices and they ran only second round movies. And it was great. It was awesome. Um, and uh, it was a really, really, really cool theater. And I really enjoyed, so that was a really fun draw for Matt and I to have our show there. Um, the other thing I love is downtown Dover. If you don't know Dover, um, it has some things that I think make it, uh, a better city or a better town. It's a city, but it's it's not it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. thirty thousand people. Whatever. Um, but it so uh, one thing I really like about it is I know a lot of you folks are in Massachusetts in the Boston area. You can take a train there, so you don't even need to drive. You could jump on the Down Easter. Yep, and that will actually has a number of stops, including Woburn, um, and it goes all the way up to uh, north of Portland. So you have if you're in Maine, you can take the same train down. Yes, you can. Here's the here's the drawback with that though is that they they don't run a ton of trains, and I'm pretty sure that if you did take the train there. I think our show is going to be at 7.30 at night. Yeah, you wouldn't you, be able to- go. You wouldn't be able to catch the train back. You'd have to get a hotel room. Um, but I, I can't recommend the train enough. Like it's a it's a really- It's, it's a, easy. It's easy. It, comes out, it goes out of North Station, not South Station. So underneath the Fleet Center, or yep. the garden, whatever. And uh, But then it has it has a number of stops. It's super easy. It's, it's so easy. It's and then you're, you're actually not far from the venue. Like it's an easy walk from the venue. You could probably like maybe two baseballs. Like yeah. If you threw like- Oh yeah. It's like 500 Right. Feet, you, you, know, can, like, you should be able to- Maybe you couldn't see it down the corridor or down the alley. Yeah, close. Yeah, the, right. You could almost see it from where. Yeah, the, the, yeah it's that close. So Super you, close. Right. You don't. You couldn't be any closer. Right. Um, and uh, but the nice thing is, so you have if you are looking to make kind of a weekend out of it, which uh, you can do it. I would recommend. Uh, there is a hotel right downtown. The Days Inn. Yeah, it's, it's a little rough around the edges. Uh, Looks, I've never been in there. Yeah, I've been in there before. It, it's definitely. It's not first class. It's but it is the most convenient option. You you, you literally could take the train up, and if you stay that days in, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't need to be in a car. <laughs> no, because there's tons of restaurants yes. around. There's tons of stuff to do. Um, so that day that days in is an option. If you wanted to stay at a nicer hotel, uh, four miles north, there are like like three or four Weeks hotels. crossing. Yeah, there's like a, a bunch. Hampton Inn. Yep. There's other ones, but they're all pretty new. They're within the last like 10, 15 years, and they, they, yeah, they should be decent. Uh, Laura and I got married in Dover. We had a, uh, some family stay there too, and they, they yeah. had some good experiences. So I would recommend if you want. And then there's tons of Ubers uh, in that. In that. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's so, easy to get around. Um, but uh, you know, also if you want to make a weekend out of it, I think that Friday night, I'd be happy to to go out have some drinks with people if they wanted to. Is oh, there, there's a, a barcade. It's called Tokens. It's not terribly huge, but they have like some really, they have Simpsons uh, arcade game, a barcade, by the way, if you don't know, there's an arcade that sells booze and it's like it's arcade fun. for adults. It's, it's a really cool fun. spot. They have uh, NBA Jam. Yeah. They have uh, Team Ninja Turtles. Yep. They have, I think they have Simpsons. They have like, they have some really good games um, and they have tons of pinball. If you like that, they have, uh, they have some even older games. Like I think they have Ms. Pac-Man or something like that. Um, but, uh, and they have a pretty good beer, uh, selection there. It's uh, a good spot. I, I liked it in there. I, I think I was only in there once and then COVID happened, but yeah. uh, it, it's a good spot. I really um, liked it. And there's tons of restaurants too. Like, I'm not to say any restaurants or, you know, it's not like, you know, the, the, the you know, Gordon Ramsay, you know, uh, restaurant, but, but I would say there's a lot of like B plus B restaurants yeah, of in, course. Yep. in that area, like all within walking. I used distance. to go to the, um, I don't know if it's, it's sort of like a, a, a Compilation of a couple different Asian restaurants right there, right there too. Is it which I can't remember what it is, but it's right it's right on um, Central Ave, like right near the Strand. I used to go there all the time. It's really good. You can get well, Asia. sushi. Is right, that what Asia? it is? Yeah, the one s- right next to the yeah, 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 yeah. You get su- okay. yeah. yeah, it's it's Asia is <laughs> Asia's kind of become uh, like the dive bar in oh has Dover. it? Well, it I've been there been. forever. <laughs> It always was. No, it was, that, that, it was the same world I do, but yet it has entirely different experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, Asia's, Asia's not, Asia's, it's, I it's, thought it's good. It's, a, it's giant. It's really fun. They, yes. have, they have like, they have really good deals on scorpion bowls. It's a super fun place to just go and just 
hang out and just get, yeah, get, yeah, get yeah. drunk and like yeah. Chinese. It's it's a fun yeah, it's it's a bizarre fun place. It's really right next to the strand. But if you're looking for like a, a little nicer <laughs> eating experience. Well if you're gonna stay in the days in you might as well go to the Asia. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, but like the is I think the restaurant's called Ember now. It used to be a chop house. Chop uh, shop. Chop shop excuse yeah. me. Uh, that that is is pretty. There's some other ones. I think there's a new one called Stock. That's it's yeah, pretty decent. Um, there's a is a bunch of different. There's a pizza place that has like brick wood oven pizza. Oh like yeah, not the fe- yeah right. Not They've been around street. forever. Yeah, that's so good. There's a lot of like. There's definitely like a lot of options to go. You don't like I said if you you know if you just it's a it's a very convenient spot and the theater's right downtown. I'd probably like, go out too if you guys come. If you're coming Friday night, I'd probably go out too. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Can you imagine that the producer of the Jerry Cowan oh, podcast shush. going out and meeting with you? Come on, don't be condescending. Uh, well, like I said, get used to it. Uh, but the better news is I'll go out uh, with you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have fun. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I won't berate you. I'll lecture you. I, uh, no, I? I know. No, Karanashi is fun. Uh, no, but like, so yeah. So uh, yeah. You know, but obviously, if you're like, oh, I can't make a whole weekend, totally get that too. If you like, if you just want to come up for the show and not have to stay in a hotel, you can do that too. Just drive up. There's a parking garage right in Dover. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I wouldn't recommend street parking in Dover. You can, it, uh, the meters, I believe, will be shut off by then um, at night, you know, at night. Yeah. Uh, but if you like, I'm one, that, I don't want to deal with the hassle of parking in like an old New England downtown. Yeah, it's hard to back out. It's a pain, yeah. So, like, is, I would is. recommend there's a, a parking garage. I would say it's what, less than a quarter mile? Definitely. From, where, yeah. the, where yeah, the theater yeah. is, so hopefully we kind of have all the bases covered there. I, I, the room is quite big. Uh, <laughs> uh, it will. Uh, it, it's much larger than I w- than I would like. Uh, but uh, it checked every other box for us. Yeah. So Matt and I were like having a discussion, and it was like, I'm like, I the room's too big. But other than that, I can't think of a reason why. No, I'm everything not else too. is right. The location's good. We can hook into the sound system easy. We can do our setup well, very simple. Like everything's there because it's such they, a big right. room. Yes. So like, there's concession. There's it's oh, they have, a good oh, they have, place oh, to park. All that stuff. There's concession. Concessions are pretty light. It's like almost like think movie. Yeah, it's like popcorn. But and- they have uh, a full beer, a full bar. Right. So they have drinks. So you'll be able to get drinks. So you can bring drinks in yes. to the theater. Yeah. So um, like I said, they have concerts there. So technically speaking, it kind of has all the bases covered for it us. Does. And Matt yeah. and I went today. We're taping this on a Friday, uh, the Friday before you hear it. And uh, we went today and we, Matt, because I, I wanted Matt to see if it check out. Yeah, yeah. Technically to make sure yeah. we could do this. Everything show. looks good. And it, you know, okay. Yeah, so. I got power, all that stuff. We, so November 20th, Strand Theater, Dover, New Hampshire. We don't know a time yet. Maybe like seven, eight o'clock. I want to do seven thirty. So people have That's time great. to eat at perfect. six day and then half hour to walk over. Yeah, perfect. That's kind of the theory. Let's do that. Um, and then oh, we'll definitely be going out afterwards. Uh, and then I said I'll be going out Friday. If in case there's any people that even if it's, even if one person wants to go out, I'll go out Friday and, and meet up with you. Um, but yeah, and we'll see when tickets go on sale. As far as like selling out, uh, we. We don't. We're still kind of debating how many tickets we're going to put up for sale. There are a 186 seats that are permanently there. Yes. Um, we're not going to obviously exceed that. I don't know if we're going to sell 186 tickets. So I have. I don't some, know. I, I. I think we should try and see what happens. I don't know. I lean more to like capping it at 100, but maybe yeah. we. Maybe we'll, we'll, we also might play it by year where we might be like, I think right. we, we open it up and see what happens for the first couple of weeks and then whatever, we can cap it at a hundred if we don't want to and right. just shut off those seats. Basically, I just want to sell out the first one. I know, but like, but that's, I know it's also like fake because I mean, I guess, I guess this room would see as many as 900 if you put in oh, f- like other chairs. God, yes. I mean, this there's, there's like, so, there's, so, okay. So you've got the screen, right? And then, <laughs> and then in front of the screen is an actual stage. And then in front of the stage is this big dance floor area. Yes. And then there's 186 permanent seats. So you could definitely fit 
a shit ton of people. Now we're place. gonna be as close to you guys. Yeah, as possible. way, way up busy, on the dance floor. We're gonna be on this dance floor, right. so like it won't be. We're not gonna be a million miles. No, up, no, right? no, yeah. no, 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 no. And the good news is the seats that are permanently there are like move, they're comfortable moving. Yeah, they're, they're comfortable. Seats, the seats they would bring in are like uncomfortable, like folding chairs. Yeah, no, you don't want to sit in those. No. So you know, you will have the you know you'll have the better option for seats, and and anywhere you sit, you'll be able to see us. We're gonna oh be yeah, a, we're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, on yeah. The dance floor. You'll, and you'll hear us easily and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah so. the sounds in there is great. Yeah, like, everything should be fine. The technical stuff is should be. They have fine. like theater lighting because they have like real bands. Actually, there. yes, the, the the lighting actually looks pretty good. The it spots is. are tough on us, but it'll be good for the to right. fans for uh, for anybody sitting in the audience. So I, I I'm I'm actually legitimately excited for this. Yeah, because you were a little, mm, you were kind of leaning no on this space. I get, I, yeah, I just the room it's was so big. Size. I really want to sell. Well, I went the other thing too. It's well, I went there and I'm like, all right, I thought I was seeing the little room. The, the little theater. Yeah. And I go in there and I walk in, I'm like, it's basically looked exactly the same as it did in when I left in 2009. Yeah. Or 2007, whatever the fuck I left. And I'm like, there isn't a stage. And he goes, no, I know. I'm like, well, well I then know. why are you yeah, That's great, you know, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll look at the, so I, I went in kind of into the big room with like already kind of like, I don't know, like a strike against me a little bit. So I needed some more time to kind of marinate. I, I was I went into the big room like walking into disappointed. I could understand why you would also have some miscommunications with the management of this place too. The guy's a great guy, but seems like a great guy. Maybe not. Not. I. It was yeah. But a very nice man. Very nice. Yes, certainly. But yes. and couldn't be more accommodating to us. Sir. Yes. Yeah, seem. Yeah. Seems really. And he's really friendly, and he's like super friendly. Really willing to open up, but like yeah. I mean, it's. it's <laughs> He's probably got a lot going on. I get it. it it's yeah. It's 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 but it's it's just a different. You know, it's not that you forget. It was different. It's, you know, everyone's different. Different people. <laughs> Everybody. I mean, Toronto's different. different. I deal with him twice a week. So yeah. Uh, Lucky you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So all uh, all kidding aside, November twentieth, the Strand Theater in Dover. That's uh, what we're doing. And you can you know book hotel rooms now if you want to. I don't know. I mean, obviously we're not gonna. You know, this isn't you know Kirk Minahan invading Saco where all of a sudden every Roman Saco is done. It will you know obviously it's not gonna be anywhere near that scale. But there may be other things going on in Dover. I don't. No, so maybe like, it's not like the end of end of the school year or anything, or end of UNH school year. It's close to uh, Thanksgiving, of course, it's the week before. It's the week but before. I don't know if there'd be that I much always, happening. But who knows? I mean, I always say, hey, book the hotel in advance if you can, just because there might be another event going on that we sure. don't know about. Maybe some giant wedding or something. Who knows? Who knows? So I always recommend if you if you are planning to come and you do want to go, I recommend booking the hotels early. And we're kind of giving the Patreon people hopefully a little heads up. But yeah. uh, you shouldn't have any problem with any accommodation. No, right no, no. There's right plenty of spots, and yeah. even if you had to go, I checked Durham. There is, and there's other there yes. are other places. And if you, you have to. any or questions Portsmouth at or all or about this, like, oh, where do I stay? What does this say? Uh, I know Matt's obviously, uh, you know, he's a big name, but you can reach out to me. <laughs> no, but like Matt and I both lived this area a long time. We'd be yeah, you can to, ask. Like, we'll, any, we'll any, I'll, I'll answer any accommodation questions. I'll, I'll, I'll give you suggestions on restaurants. I have no problem. Don't feel like you're bugging me. Right. Like you're kind of coming in our back, our neck of the woods. We're the host. I'd be, I'd be, ha- I'd be happy to give you some suggestions and try to help. Of course. Um, anything else on that? No, I think we should move on to what's going on with the movie situation today. Oh yeah. And then one more thing. Don't forget uh, Saturday, Kirk Minahan. Oh, Yes. So big one. That's a big one. Uh, Hoosiers. That's exciting. Um, right. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Um, so we're doing blast from the past. Yeah. Before but we, do that. we didn't want to do that. We wanted to do what well, really we want to do. Payback was number one. That week. payback was payback was number one that week. Right. Mel Gibson uh, payback. And normally if a movie is number one, do you check and see if it's available for us? I check every movie in the 80s. You Cause do because the cocoon factor. Remember this exactly. Happened yes, this happened on a Patreon show again, uh, and we ended up having to do Teen Wolf instead, which was a nice. That was fun. It worked out because we just done Back to the Future. So Still would have like, liked to good. do Cocoon, but yes, I know. Um, so 
Right, so I want to at least tell you my story here on this. And but wait, we didn't. We didn't, so it was available nowhere. So I get home. I'm getting ready to watch this movie two days before. Yeah. Actually, and I, normally I would actually watch the day before. So I this was, is this is an album. You were gonna watch it I anyway. Was watch it that night. So I'm I'm like I have an app on here, right? That I, yeah. in my phone that I'm looking for where to find these movies, yeah. hoping that they're on something that I already pay for. But if not, fine. I'll pay for it on Amazon, and it's nowhere. So I, I then I checked all my apps. It's nowhere. Couldn't find it. Text Chris can't find payback and he's like what does that mean I'm like the movie payback motherfucker right. i can't find payback no 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 yeah, what, come, yeah, this, i'm driving stay with can't me can't find payback right I don't, i'm like i don't stay I, with me <laughs> so oh, yeah, but oh, then oh, so oh, you're like hold on i'm home soon and then you look yeah, i said i'll be home in five minutes right. give me a second i went and checked and sure enough it wasn't anywhere and i was like fuck so um yeah so you know when, when you see something like that i don't know about you guys um I guess cynical by nature. My first thought is, oh, it's a Mel Gibson movie. Right. This is Hollywood shutting down Mel Gibson. And, um, and I got really angry about it. My first instinct was, not that I'm some big Mel Gibson supporter, but I don't want to see anyone get censored for their... I don't want to see art get censored. My, that's my whole thing. Whether, whether I'm a, a fan of it, whether I believe it or not, I just don't... I think it should be available. Now, it's up to us if we just choose to, you, to utilize yeah, that. of course. But, you know, and obviously every streaming company is a private entity, so it's their right to... to show what they want to, but I don't, I don't love when private companies start to like cherry pick. So I got, I got a bug up my ass about it. So yeah. I started doing some research on it. And one of our MVPs, one of our, I think you would agree, Warthog. Yes. Oh Warthog. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Warthog and I were chatting about this and Warthog's like, I just checked and um, it looks like all the movies from Mel Gibson are available except for two. Okay. Payback and Ransom, which Ransom is one of my favorite movies. Ransom isn't available. Yeah. So then I'm like, what the fuck? Because Ransom was a Ransom made $300 million. Ransom yeah. was a huge, huge, huge hit. Yeah, yeah. Look further into it. Ends up, I got more information with Ransom than Payback, as I'm sure you can imagine. Payback, by the way, was number one this week, but Payback was not a big hit. It, it was kind of a, and it kind of a came and went in the movie theaters. It was, I've seen, I saw it as in, in college. That's James Conn, right? And uh, Maria Bello. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's uh, it's yeah. not a very good movie. It, it's the whole thing is the whole tagline was get ready to root for the bad guy. And like, but he's not really a bad guy. Well, like, we might get, we might see this sometime. I know, but I'm just going to give a quick okay, little okay. thing. About it. Like it's, it's, it's by no means a great movie. And, and if we do, if we do run into it, I'd be happy to cover it. I, maybe I haven't seen it in 20 years. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not a good movie. Anyway, uh, but Ransom, like, you know, you may disagree with my take on it or not, but Ransom was directed by Ron Howard. Also uh, Cocoon, by the way. Yes. Um, oh, and, right. But no, I didn't see any. I checked that too. Interesting. Um, but, but Rene Russo, right? Rene Russo, okay, Sinise. Yes. It was, but it was just like, it was a huge movie. It was a big, uh, you know. Yeah. It was a huge, huge movie. And um, it ends up, you know, so... You know, it was just one of those things like Cocoon where like there weren't rights given. And there's also this weird period where it had a huge run on TNT, mm, Ransom. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if like they had a contract for plays and the contract kind of ran out. Yeah. So now it's in some weird purgatory. So it actually had nothing to do with Mel Gibson's movie. Oh, it didn't. So I, and I always want to, I always want to say it because, you know, I think in so much in our media, we own this hot take media where it's like, oh, I have a theory. And then if the theory peters out or I try to jerry-rig my way to make the theory work, then I use that and, I, and then it becomes politicized, whatever it is, it, it becomes this thing. But I think it's important for us also to mention when theories we have aren't right. That's true. And it's like, no, there isn't some conspiracy about Mel Gibson at all. These two movies, yes, they came around the same time, but they just, they just, this don't seem to be happening. It has nothing to do with censorship. It's just because of weird licensing, weird agreements made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you can get both these movies on Amazon uh, through you, physical you, copies. Right, if you purchase Um I went out and purchased the Blu-ray of Ransom um, because I, I just like the movie. And, you know, and someone kind of want to have a discussion with you about it a little bit. 
We'll get to blast the pe- from the past in a bit. I'm, I'm yeah, sure everyone's yeah. fucking. No one yeah, no they're, they're no, they're ready for that. Yeah. They want that talk. Talk about, talk about for been waiting all week for that. Um, but uh, I wanted to touch conversation with you about this. I think this is a, a sign of you. Uh, a little bit of hypocrisy in the world of Corano. Yes, sir. Not so much that, but it's, I, think it's a, I think it's a blind spot for you, though. So Matt's, Matt definitely, you know, uh, is, is very libertarian, definitely doesn't, you know, doesn't trust big companies. And I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't trust big organizations right, so you don't trust like big, But doesn't mean they can't be run well. It's just the way that it's set up now and corporations are set up now. Structurally, I don't I don't trust it. Or my my instinct is to not trust it. Of mine course. is I'm the same way. Yeah. Especially when it comes to art. Yeah. And you know, I don't trust Jeff Bezos who's there very has very has a heavy political slant. It does. Whether you agree or not agree, regardless, we, we can't It's still slant. We can't we right, you can't yeah. argue that. And then, you know, Netflix has uh, a lot of ties to a lot of big Hollywood brokers yeah. and, you know, it's big powerhouse people. And Netflix has become a, a huge, a giant, they're just as big as Warner Brothers at this point, really. Oh yeah, I mean, um, when they the can spend they have. millions of dollars yeah. on, on content, yeah. I mean, you know, like they're, they're a huge, they're a huge player, you know? And, um, and even Warner Brothers, you know, they have HBO Max and they have other stuff. And then, sure. you, you know, every everyone, but they're all answering to somebody. And with this cancel culture that, that I mean, it's definitely not new. I mean, we had Tipper Gore in the 80s and, yep. and now it's it's definitely ramped up though. But they weren't trying to take it off the shelves. They just wanted to put warning labels well, on I it. Well, I think that, well, I think they would have, if, if they would have probably if preferred you had put those same people into 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you're right. They just didn't the, but still, there is like a big oh, I agree. difference. But I'm a big fan of physical media. Like I, yeah. I, I love uh, my Blu-rays. I, um, I, I, one of the first Blu-rays I bought and I have the complete series of is Sopranos. I really, I, I hope I'm wrong. And believe me, this is all like, this is like me building my fallout shelter. I'm like the Christopher Walken character right. in Black Pass. There you go. I really, I mean, obviously I don't, I'm sure when I die, when I'm 83 and I die. Yeah. My kid. We're just going to throw those out. That's garbage. It's antiques them. And that's yeah. fine. They can do it for, I don't give a fuck. Right. Cause it's about you. Right. Well, it's about, I like them. I yeah. enjoy them. I want to watch them whenever I want. And I'll be damned if I expect Amazon to keep it going for me. Like, sure. You know, I have all of the uh, Saturday Night Live uh, seasons one through five on, it's not Blu-ray, it's DVD. But like those could easily be censored. Like Chevy Chase says the N-word. Like, yeah. it's, yes, it's a, it's a sketch about that. But we're in a time now where nuance doesn't matter. Oh, that, that would get pulled down. Yeah, yeah, it's only a matter of time. I yep. think it, it, now. Hopefully, I'm wrong, and hopefully, there's a backswing to this, and people become, you know, 20 years from now, the next generation's like, oh no, we can't censor anything. Hope, hopefully, but I don't know. Well, and the other thing is though that, but that also means that people have to keep it somewhere too. I mean, yes, we have the Wayback Machine and the internet, and anything that was uploaded, we could kind of find. They're on servers somewhere. Yeah, but if if say there are old movies where we don't actually have the film anymore. Right. It's gone. Yes. So if there are some of these movies that maybe if they do get censored and no one actually keeps them and they can't get uploaded anywhere, or maybe someone has it on a DVD somewhere, it could still be a shitty copy. It's, it's a, but that's what we're relying on. Just these yeah, random, right. Like, random, exactly. To have our thing. And like, that's not really how I, no. you, know, I you know, I'm 41. I'm probably going to live 40 more years, right? I mean, whatever. Maybe I live 50, maybe I live 30, whatever. So it's like, all right, as long as I have my things for the next 50 years. You're fine. I'm fine. So yeah. like, I'll always have a Blu-ray player. Now, you know, it, it, it may be hard to find a TV, but I'm guessing as long, there's still like, the, there's just, ad- adapters and all sorts like, of stuff. Three yeah. months ago, like right. it still has a, yeah. now there, are, there is a PS5 available that doesn't have a disc. You, or doesn't have a Blu-ray option. It's just a hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's like, that's kind of scary to me because if that's- I thought Blu-rays always would play the DVD as well. They do, but it, if do. your thing doesn't have a yeah, place to put yeah, a disc, yeah. Yeah, you know what you do? Yeah. Now I'm shocked you are so, you are so comfortable and so okay with these big media companies because you don't have a Blu-ray player. I'm not okay. It's just, it's just, no, it's more about how much brain energy do I want to put on certain things? That's all. What do you mean? Like it's just, yeah, so I could go out and spend money and collect all these things and have a Blu-ray uh, Blu player, but it's it's just that there's so many things that are important in my life. Something ha some things have to give. Like I can't just do that. Like, like I, right, but I mean, I don't, I'm not saying you have to have like, you know, blockbuster video in your fucking living room, but like, <laughs> but you know, there are movies I know when we've done a show, like yeah. there are movies that are very special to you. That's that true. are really important to you. Yeah. And yes, well, some of them will, you know, will 90% of them ever be at risk of being canceled out of our lives? Probably not. Now, some of these could go out of print because of like, said, sure, right. know, we, we just get old and old. Yeah, just, yeah. Right, fall out. I also don't want that to happen. No. But like, the, I'm, you know, Matt likes some, you know, we both like some stuff in this, you know, Pulp Fiction is, says the N word a million times. And, yeah. You know, what if when I Tarantino know. dies, that goes 10 away. years later, Ugh. we become so ultra sensitive, they pull that stuff. Like, it would suck if you could, if I said, oh, Matt, guess what? You can never watch Pulp Fiction again because you'd never got. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just, like I said, it's more about, you know, me prioritizing different things. I'm not prioritizing that. Maybe I should. I in a know. perfect world, I'd have it. Uh, I'd have that stuff too. Yeah. In a now, but I don't, I don't have a Blu-ray player. I don't have a DVD player and I don't have any discs or anything. I don't even really, I don't know that I have a CD player anymore. I get rid of my CD. So I'm definitely fall victim to. Yeah, to your... I do have some, I do have a bunch of my CDs and I ask myself too, do I really want to carry this from house to house? It's, it never does. It, I'd never use them. Like I would never. It's just not the way I can, you know, I just See, don't do it anymore. I'm happy we got the record player too. Yeah. Now with the record player, it's like, all right, well, I can go and get these things. And not that I think, I will say, I think music is much less at risk of being canceled in this culture right now. I think you're TV right. TV shows yep. and um, uh, movies. But like, you know, I love this show called Wonder Shows. And it is, uh, it's basically like an anti Sesame Street. It's incredibly dark. It's one of the, it, it was on MTV too. It aired on TV. Yeah. It is one of the, like the cruelest, meanest, funniest shows I've ever seen. But like, it, it's anonymous enough where you could, they could be like, we don't want this in our culture anymore hmm. and it's gone. And like, yeah, a few of us would, would be upset about it, but like, not enough to make a stink. Right. You know, I mean, they try to put shit on, you know, HBO Max had warning labels on Gone with the Wind and uh, uh, I know sometimes All in the Family will play with warning labels on top of it. It's like, warning label is one step. All right, you know, Little Rascals was a show my father loved. Yep. Now, I used to watch it too as a kid because it was yeah. the on reruns all the time. It was. It was on when we were a kid. Yeah, I don't know if it was like on Nickelodeon or it was or not oh, Nickelodeon. It was on syndication. Uh, it was on syndication. The syndication rights were really cheap. Yeah. TV 38. I remember like sitting as a kid, sitting at my grandparents' living room in the morning in Iowa and watching Little Rascals would come on. Try to find Little Rascals on TV right now. Can't find it? No, it's gone. They fucking canceled it. <laughs> it's gone. So it's like, you know, can you find disc? Yeah, but you got kind of do a haunt. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm not saying Little Rascals is like that, you know, but I, you know, how long before, like, you know, Honeymooners is a really funny show. Honeymooners has a incredible, indelible mark on TV history. It does. Uh, it, you know, there aren't that many episodes of, you know, of the original, I think it's like 46. Um, it's great. And yes, there are some things that would never fly today, but it's an interesting look at how TV kind of began, became super popular. And, you know, I would not be shocked if like, we don't want that anymore. They, they don't allow uh, certain cartoons played. Uh, obviously, you know, some things like Song of the South, is that something that Disney, not, you know, but on the same token, though, it would be kind of nice to at least have that. As I would like to know. I've never seen it. I would like to know. That's the thing. So they have, yeah. like, you'll go to truck stops down south and they'll sell bootleg copies and Interesting. stuff. Interesting. But it's like, uh, you know, 
And look, I understand it's, we shouldn't mandate private companies to have to show their whole library. I get that. But I also don't want to be caught in the middle where if there is something that I would want, like Pulp Fiction, something that I think is entertaining, like Sopranos, that they use language that is offensive. They're doing it to make a point, but- We, we don't, don't want them to censor it either. We don't want them to bleep that. I hate it when they bleep music too. I, I, I just, right. just I, want to, I want to consume it the way that it was intended by the artist. Exactly. And the other, um, the other part of this is if they, oh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, they might just censor it. And that, that would be bad too. Yeah. Oh, no, we know that big companies will, in order to be woke, lose money. Right. So even if they, you know, even if Pulp Fiction's a big seller even for them. Even if they them, own the rights. Yeah, they might just, right. just to be woke. I'm not going to trust whoever the owner is. You know, I agree. Yeah, Especially now, you know, obviously, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, we don't, you know, we don't like him. You know, I know, I know uh, not a friend of the show. Who, wait, who is Harvey there? Weinstein. No. Environment. No. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, he doesn't own Pulp Fiction anymore, right? So the second things start, it goes out of the guy, you know, Harvey Weinstein probably would have, protected Pulp Fiction forever because it was his, it's his legacy as well, it right? It really is. But the second these things start to get chopped around, that's when things kind of footer away. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, I didn't create it. I kind of just own it. I don't care about it as much. So, you know, now you have a lot of these movies made in the 90s under the Merrimax banner. Will Google Hunting get canceled? No, probably not. But would Jackie Brown? Would Pulp Fiction? Would some other movies that were con more controversial? Will they get canceled next year? No, but... If this culture keeps going the way it's going, in 2047, would you bet your life that Pulp Fiction is going to be easily no. accessible? I don't know. It's interesting, too, that, like, you know, so right or wrong, there are uh, websites out there that, uh, that you know, they're streaming websites, they're, um, they're torrent websites that, that put up content for anybody to get for free. Whether you like it or not, that's sort of been in a big downtrend over the last five or six years because... Uh, content has been so easily and readily available through streaming. Yes. But I could see those having a pretty big resurgence if this censorship starts to happen. So I hate the torrent stuff. I know you don't, but I'm just but saying like- I will say this as a aside. Yeah. If no one's going to sell it, then I have no problem with being on torrent. Right. If that's my only way, I'm not talking about you know, horrible, dark stuff. Like, but that's not even know, the point. That's not the point. Stuff. No, it's, but I'm saying, but like a movie yes. you know, that I want to go see- and I'm not able to access it, but I'm curious, even from a historical perspective, or just from a, from a student of film perspective, I can't even see it if I want to. I'm a 41-year-old man. Like, I can't go- Yeah, I can't make that decision for make... myself. I don't want to see the human centipede, but- It should exist. It, it should exist if people want to see it. Of course, it. yeah. I mean, I'll I, never watch that movie, but- Well, I mean, it, it's probably close to, you know, I know you've been in a couple of those, so. I have never been, what are you talking <laughs> about? Of course. What are you fucking not. talking about? It would be amazing if you're like, actually, I was. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah $5,000. <laughs> I was in my early 20s and no. No, I mean, that, that's like, I've heard the concept of it. It sounds absolutely viable. Right, no, vile. I, mean, I, don't, I, I would never watch a movie like that. Yeah, you know? but, but someone but, did want to consider. I mean, it's different. It someone, sequels. It, it was a thing. <laughs> yes, so, like, it, it should, so obviously the market, like, it should be, but right. But I look, I don't think, you know, I don't think private companies should be mandated to do anything. But at the same token, like, if we're going to get rid of it simply because it's offensive, I have a problem with that. I agree. But I don't know. So physical media is great. Get physical media. It, 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 is, the, it is our last I think, defense. I think you're in a losing battle there. I don't, I think most people I won't, won't lose my battle it. because I'll always have no, a You'll have it. Want. I just don't think you're going to convince too many other people. I, I to actually it. really don't give yeah, give, that Who much, cares? Yeah, as long as you get it. How many, how many movies do you think you have? Um, well, I had a lot more DVDs. So what happened was um, I brought in a bunch of DVDs to Bull Moose Music and then I swapped them into Blu-rays. But obviously each mm. DVD is going to be like a fraction of a Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, sore credits, not, you know, but um, I don't know about, I don't know, 
uh, counting TV shows and stuff, I've you know hundreds, a, hundred, a couple hundred maybe, not 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 as many as I like. Yeah, um, but do you have all your top one hundred movies? No, not you all don't. of them. I have a good chunk, but not yeah. all of them. No, no. Will you some. keep trying? Uh, will oh, that be yeah. a goal for you to keep? Oh yeah. no, I try to get movies every time. Like I try to get like one a week, ideally. Um, and yeah. uh, I used to always do movie of the week when I was uh, the lost years. I would go yep. to Suncoast and, and get the cheapest VHS I could afford and, and uh, do that. But uh, no, I got like I got ransom this week. Um, so. Because I'm like, oh, if it's not available, maybe yeah, it's not really available. It. I really like the movie. And I want to see it again. Right. Um, but I think I'm going to start doing a, hopefully a better job. Especially in the winter, I buy more movies too because I'm home more. So that makes sense. Um, but sometimes I fall in the streaming trap. Like uh, I saw the movie Nightcrawler last yep. week because uh, it was on HBO Max. Yep. It was really good. Yeah. I'd never seen it. One. It was really good. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It seems like right up your alley. Moss Dudley. Uh, uh, friend of the show, friend of the show, one of our fans uh, suggested. He said one of his five favorite movies. So I like, oh, I'll go check that out. It was yeah. really good. It's not one of my five favorite movies, but it, no, but it's, it's really it's good. Probably not far off my top one hundred. It didn't make my top one hundred, but it's not far off. Much closer than not. Jim Hall's great. The, he's it's, really good. Yeah, he's he's it's, um he can he he's can, really yeah. scary in it. He is, uh, and I love how it has like that anti-hero approach. I recommend that if people are looking for a good movie because one movie I'm not going to recommend if you're ready to talk about it is I'm not going to recommend. Black no, this movie is fucking trash. This is one of the worst films I, movies I've ever seen in my entire no. life. Oh, it is bad. It is so yes, bad. You, you say it and you walk it back. And I'm not walking this one back. This is one of the bad. worst you've ever seen in your life. Dude, everything about there is the only this, I was trying to make this redeeming. If they made a movie with Christopher Walken and Sissy Spacek in those characters, yeah, I'd probably watch it. It would be fine right. and I would like it, but the writing is terrible. The direction is terrible. Terrible choices. Alicia Silverstone is oh. maybe. Oh my God. Maybe did, this is the worst performance of an actor that we've seen maybe um, since uh, who, who the fuck did uh, um, the uh, the chipmunks uh, with Jason Lee. Me like it's it's this probably is, this is worse. This it might be. We, we haven't seen that in a long time. It's probably been over no, a no, year. This is worse. It's really bad. This is really bad. I and I don't I guess I don't watch it's, her not, much. It's not professional. It's, it, it is it's, not it's, professional. It's, it's ridiculous. This is a this is a male. She, she, she is uh, I don't mail it in. She almost like she doesn't have the ability. Well, that's what I was wondering because I like Clueless, but it makes sense for her as a human to be able to play that role in Clueless, where she has like no skill here. I mean, she could no she, skill. She couldn't do line readings, and it happened multiple times. Yes, it was it was bizarre. So, uh, so to your initial point, yeah. Of, all right, you know, if we just had Sissy Spacek and Chris Christopher Walken, Walken, the first act, basically the movie. Um, <laughs> one reviewer said, I said, uh, they saved the best for first, but I, uh, I, that's like, obviously the, the highlight of the movie is the first half hour. It's very bizarre. It's not, it's not terribly, it's not very good storytelling. It's not, there's a lot of really, uh, exposition stuff. Like people were at a cocktail party and they're like talking about the people who, which is Christopher Walken's space or host the party. Yeah. But they're like, he's a wacky scientist. She doesn't, you know, it's just like, all right, like no one would talk like that. Apart. No, like, you, you don't need, you don't need to do this. Um, but they're both such good actors and so weird. And then I thought the set, the like set, the actual set of the, of the fall chapter was fantastic. Yes, it looks really cool, but they don't really spend a lot of time showing us the set. They don't No, And, and it seems like film. it's so huge too. Cause you've got this giant storage so area. This it's so much detail, right? The bookshelves with, uh, with, with actual books in there and like, like uh, readers digest yeah, books in there. You made a mention of that. Yes. Yeah, uh, all sorts of cool stuff. There's all, but the, 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 there's a pool that has fish breeding. Yes. Like I actually, if the whole movie was just them explaining that world, that way, way better. Way better. It's way better. That's that. So the the other 
problem with storytelling like this is also, and I know it's the construct of what the story you're trying to tell, but it doesn't work. You spend the whole first act caring about people you don't really see in the other two acts. Exactly. So like, all right, you're invested in Christopher Walken's space act, but then the rest of the movie is about Brendan Fraser and Alicia Silverstone. Exactly. It's like, well, the first, act, the whole, when you tell a story, typically you start off by getting, the whole you have first to explain act is, the, the people that we're supposed to caring care, about. The whole first act isn't so much about plot. Typically it's about caring for these, for the protagonist. Yes. So, <laughs> but then you end up, the, the way they write this, you're caring for the wrong protagonist. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, so that's not very good story. But all right, that story you want to tell. All right, great. But then like you, you care about the, the fallout shelter and you walk in his basic just incredibly talented actors. He so, is. Yeah. And so is she. She's great. She is. This is basic. Um, SpaceX in a, in great. A, part, it's terribly, terribly. Oh my God. But then they didn't like, know what they wanted from her. It was really no. weird. It's the fact like, that, is she a drunk or is she not? Thank you. There are no repercussions to that at all. They, they make her out as like secretly downing all this alcohol and like, she's kind of going insane, but then there's, there's nothing happens no. from that. It's so stupid. But, and then they kind of make a comment at the end. Oh, don't tell your mother, which is uh, awful, which is awful. Like, so what do they actually have a loving family relationship or do they not? By the way, this movie is free on Hulu. If you, if you haven't seen it, um, you can go check it out. It's there. Um, yes. So here's my issue with the space thing and how it gets or doesn't get resolved. Yeah. So that actually is the most compelling element of this film is that Sissy SpaceX and Christopher Walken were, were trapped in this, into their fallout shelter. If they were still in their house, they would have died. So the fallout shelter was a good thing. It was a good thing. Okay. Yep. But they don't need to be in there for 35 years. He's in nope. that lock. So basically he, Christopher Walken kind of ruins her life. He's absolutely. Her life. And you don't need to do that lock. That is no one would ever do that where they just lock you. So they, he puts on a time lock, right. forcing them to stay there for 35 years. Right. You know, so because they might feel like, oh, I can't take it anymore and go outside. Right. That's stupid. No one would do that. I don't know if I hate. No that. one would do it. I, I hate I'm it. I'm okay with that. Not okay. I'm okay with that. All so, right. all right. I mean, that, that's not that's my biggest issue. The biggest issue, though, is from a plot perspective, from a character perspective, the most interesting in this entire film is that this woman had her life stolen by this guy. Yes. Now, yes, she would have died if she. The guy did the right thing with the follow each other because the plane would have killed him. So she can't be too angry with him. But the same token she can be furious with him because of a number of things. Yeah, she lost 35 years of her life. She lost like, her life. And yes. so we never see that payoff. Never. We never see her react to it. And Sissy Spacek is such a talented actress. She really is. In a better movie, in a more complex film, we would have had that dynamic. You know, we. I want to see her get mad at Christopher Walken. Would she leave him? Would she understand what he was doing? Would she feel complicit? Would she feel... What would, what would she go through? What they, would her emotions be? I'm so interested in what she yes, would go through. They go out of their way to show her, get fed up, go into a different room, close yes. the door and scream. Right. But then there is no interaction. They, so what is their marriage? I mean, do they love each other? Does she secretly hate him? And if so, now that she's out, wouldn't she want to just get the fuck away from him? Like, I don't, no payoff, none. I, I, I Instead, they want to have us spend time with... You know, Dave Foley playing a gay man, which you don't meet him until 70 minutes into the movie. Don't need him. And it's just, uh, it's almost like they threw him in there for comic relief because I think they felt desperate. Yeah, because he is a good actor. And now right. and he's he's kind of the only one. I mean, and at he, least- and he, play, and he played a gay guy, I think, as sensitively as, as you could, especially in 1999. Yeah, he, he, I thought he was fine. But like, why not just hire a gay actor? Well, you do that too. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, I, I mean, Dave Foley, he, he's fine. I love news. Yeah, he's, 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 kids in the he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like there are plenty of yeah, I, I don't, actors in Hollywood. That's a good point. I don't know why. I don't, that doesn't make sense either, but he was definitely the, of uh, the three is the best actor I there. I thought Frazier was okay here. Okay. The thing with Brandon Frazier is he's absolutely trying. He's putting mm -hmm. it in effort. He's just not a good actor though. 
I think he's okay here. What is, now, having said that, though, you know, we saw him as a caveman in Encino Man. Yes. We see him, you know, all of, the, all of his parts are fish out of water parts. They because are. Because he just kind of look at the world with his big, wide open eyes and be like, oh, what a- Super innocent. Obviously, this isn't, you know, I haven't seen much of the mummy. Um, I think I I'm, saw the sure, first one. Oh, I thought you would have seen all of those. Uh, shut up. Well, they're blockbusters or whatever. Yeah, but they're not really, I don't really, I'm not really interested. Brandon Fraser That's where you draw the line as mummy? No, I'm not interested in him. Yeah, right. So I don't know, like he, but that might be okay. There isn't a lot of heavy lifting in those movies. It's all special. Effects, yeah, yeah. But, exactly. um, but with you know, with other movies, he can kind of just like have his eyes be wide open. He's naive, and he's like, oh, oh, what a wild world. He's yeah, like, he can be warm and charming. Uh, you know, unfrozen yep. caveman lawyer it up, right? And then, um, <laughs> yes. you know, and that's what he does. You know, he's got more wisdom than you think. Yes. Um, and he plays that role. Uh, but, but beyond that, but that's all the that's all they're asking him to do here anyway. Yeah, fine. I'm okay with him. Okay. Oh, Silverstone. This is the worst performance we've seen since starting the show. So bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. She like reacts before he's done delivering his line sometimes. Mm-hmm. And because she can't pause, wait, react. Like that can't happen. She has no skill set whatsoever. The disaffected the uh the like the pouty um passive aggressive thing. It's just so see-through. She, uh, she also is inc- not likable. Like, not likable at the char- all. The character is not written very likable either. No. But she's not likable at all. In fact, there's a point in the movie where you find out that um, Brendan Fraser's character goes home with a different woman. And I was rooting for that. Absolutely. Stay away from this character. Dude, he, he had a shot at a, two, at a threesome, I thought. Yeah. I was psyched for him. Me too. Yes. He had a lot of stuff going. That party. Yes. Was, that party, by the way. What a party. That was a, a great party. That's him and his dance club. moves and all that. He was a yeah. fun club to go to. I guess, yeah. You know, a lot of attractive single, women. Right? That'd be a fun, yeah. Totally fun. A lot going on. That I would have let, Alicia, no, why don't you just stay here, Alicia? I'm going to go with someone who actually gives a fuck. She was almost like, and Alicia Silverstone is, you know, very pretty and clueless, uh, you know, d- very pretty actress. Yeah. But she's almost like, because her character, and also she's reading the lines in an odd way. It's almost like, in a way, repulsive. She's like, ah, I don't want, I don't, I don't want anything to do with her. I don't want any, right. Just, no, I wanted him to, and then she, she betrays him. She sells him out. Yeah. Sells him out. And three seconds later has a change of heart and then goes to find proof to make sure that she's right. It's like, p- pick a fucking lane. Like, what do you mean she you're gonna- She had him committed for life. Yeah. If he doesn't run away, he's in an institutional yes. final forever because he's not, you know, he's a weirdo. He is a weirdo. He's going away. Yeah. No, she sucks. Oh, I like, how, like, that's grade school level shit where you're, you, pre- you pretend you don't like someone when you do. Like, that's not a mature person doesn't do that. And you go so far where you're going to have this motherfucker committed. In the beginning, when they first meet, he tells her, this is direction. This is a bad, bad direction choice. He tells her, I don't have a gun. And then she runs away. I'm not a threat so to you. Weird. And then she runs away. It's a weird choice. I, I didn't get that at all. I'm like, sense. what the fuck? She like runs. She, you almost think he like. I almost thought like that. Did he say he had a gun? No, he said I. I know. Do not have. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. But I had a question too. Like, I was like, what the? F- no, it's not her fault. That's Hugh Wilson. So yes. Hugh Wilson directed this uh, and co-wrote it. He uh, is probably most and fam- produced it. And pro- yeah, probably most famous uh, for being the creator and showrunner of WKRP in Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, but he also did First Wives Club, which he's, is big. Oh yeah. I mean, he's done some. Um, Police Academy Two is big. Part one. Part one. Right, right. But it was a big movie. It was big. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but especially First Wives Club, you know, I haven't seen that in forever. Me neither. Um, And I only really saw bits and pieces of it. But like, you know, I had Diane Keaton. They had a pretty. Yeah. Meryl. Meryl, No, sorry. Not Meryl Streep. Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, and somebody else. Um, But like, whatever. Pretty stacked cast and and, and things like that. And uh, 
and, and this, you know, obviously, it's Svitek and uh, who's an Oscar winner, and you have uh, <laughs> Christopher Walken, Oscar winner. Yes. Uh, so you know, you have some some talent here too, and obviously, they had the budget. You know, it was a thirty five million. Thirty five million. You know, yep. that build that really cool. Uh, the bunker. Oh, it's on a soundstage. You can tell. But yeah, but it, still looks. It's still a cool. It's cool room. Shelter. I agree. Uh, but yeah. other than that, though, it's it's what he seems completely out of his depth with this film. Like it's, it's, it's it, for someone where this is not his first film. It's no, it is not crisp. And he's not, so you're thinking, all right, well, this is one of his last ones. You know, he's probably really, no, he was like 57. He wasn't yeah. like, he wasn't like, no, Sidney Lumet when he's like 90 years old, right. like in movies or right. whatever, right. Right. you know, or whatever, 85, <laughs> you know, no, he's like, our, you know, yeah, on the older side, but he's not like past his peak. No, he, no, totally. plenty like, of directors older he than him. Good movies. Three years earlier. Exactly. Like this movie is terribly done, and then he goes from this one in the same year to Dudley Do Right, also and with Frasier, and that ruined his career. Oh yeah, because he I think it cost sixty million to make that, and made ten. Yeah, he, yeah, he then got that crushed. Ended. Yeah, it was good, 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 because you make something bullshit like this, you should go away. So I don't hate this movie as much as you do. I fucking hate it. It's uh, the worst because it's so weird. Well, it's weird, but that that's not even charming though. It's weird but bad. I always appreciate weird. Um, Wait, do you appreciate so bad that you can just kind of laugh at it? Is that what you mean? No, I like when I like watching movies that I really have no idea what's going to happen next. Obviously, you know that Frazier and Silverstone are going to connect at the end. Of course, but the way they get there is so. Like I said, I would never have expected her to have him committed. Like I'm not saying these are good choices, They're but not. the choices are so out of left field that I kind of enjoy that because it's better than the boilerplate movie. But ha- I'm not going to recommend this. No. Oh right? no. God like, no. I, I'm but gonna, wait, do you? You give I'm going like, to give it a C minus. No. Oh, what are you giving it? It's a fucking F. No, it's a bad movie. This oh. is a, this is trash. This is a trash movie. An F though. You haven't given too many Fs. D minus. This is not uh, D minus. I mean, I'm on the fence between the C minus and a D plus. I'm, I'm there, you know? D minus. Um, I mean, like I said. Like Alvin Chipmunks is an F. Yeah. Uh, I, Battlefield Earth. Or F. F. Okay, yeah. This isn't an F. Not everything can be the worst ever, man. It's not the it's worst like, ever. I didn't say guy, the worst. It's not the worst ever. It's not the worst ever. Fine, D, but it, I can't go any higher than that. It's a D. All right, I'll meet you halfway. I'll say D plus. All right, so then we're not that far off. We're not that far off. It's bad. It's know, really that's, bad. That's the idea. Dude. The show is we're trying to like agree on something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Content. No, but we can but, re- we can reason it out. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty terrible film. It's bad. They fucking stole um, the Back to the Future thing too. Twice. There were a couple of different. Uh, um, Calvin Klein, but he they use yes, Ralph Lauren underwear, yes. and then the suit he's wearing. Exactly. So, so they so thirty five years later, Brendan Fraser comes. No, it's not Brendan Fraser first, is it? It's, Christopher, it's Christopher Walken comes out, and he's in the full yellow hazmat suit, yep. you know, with the face mask. Just this exactly exact the same, same thing as Back to the Future. As Back to the Future, and he comes out, and it's like this whole I come in, and he says I come in peace. I come in peace. No, that would never. It's fucking fuck that. It's the complete bullshit. Well, so here's my, here's another major issue I have this movie. So if you're going to have this thing where like, oh, the 50s or early 60s are a discrete time and then we're going to construct that against modern time, uh, you know, i.e. Sure. late 90s. Yep, right. Okay. Well, Pleasantville just fucking did it two years ago. Yes. And that movie is not perfect, but that movie is actually really thoughtful. Oh, way better. And is is actually looking at some real emotional stakes. There's some stuff done there. Yep. But Back to the Future, which came out 15 years earlier, which kind of started this whole like, Obviously, I know American Graffiti was top of the but like that was really kind of the that was the first movie of big success. Is like all right, the difference between like fifties and eighties, sure, in modern time, like, really kind of. And you, they, they went out of their way to show that too. Like and you they, see the town and different. It's in masterful, the, exactly. Right. Yeah. So you know, this to come along, I mean, you have to do some interesting creative stuff, and 
just to follow it so there's not enough. Like, it still feels like a Back to the Future retread. And then when you have the balls to steal two of the jokes, <sighs> it's like, what are you guys? You can't do that. It's not like he's a, this is his first time directing a movie. It's, it's ridiculous. You can't do that. Did you and, like WKRP? Uh, I did, but I haven't seen it forever. I liked it as a kid when I watched it. Yeah, me it. too, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, Wolfman, is that no, what his name was? We had a real, uh, no, uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Dr. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting around Howard Hessman's character's name. Um, yeah, I liked it. That mo- that show had a very relaxed feel to it. It right? really did. It was very casual. It was like, you know, like jumping in a warm bath and you just, you know, it, it was, you know, no one like, yeah, the Gordon Jump character, like the station manager, oh, yeah. he and like Les Nesman like would overreact to stuff. But everyone else was like super chill. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Gary, was it Gary? Uh, the black hair guy? Uh, no, he like, I don't know, black hair, but he, oh, no, you're thinking of Herb Tarzan. Herb, Herb, Herb. Yeah, and he was kind of a sleazy guy. Yeah, yeah. But the main character was, um, Gary Sandy was his name, and um, and he's a very relaxed guy. He like, is. He's super chill, and obviously, you know, Howard Hessman and Tim Reed were probably, you know, their characters probably high on drugs. The disc jockeys, you know, but the, you know, the main characters, the people, you, and like Jan Smithers is Bailey. Yeah, and Lonnie's like, there, and she's beautiful, and yeah, yeah Lonnie Anderson. But like the main characters were very chill, very yeah. relaxed. In this movie, everyone's frantic. Yes, and I think Hugh Wilson's style is much better for that more relaxed, casual feel. But for this one, he just ups the urgency to ten all the time for everything. Even it's police, exhausting. even police academy is like kind of laid back when it's not the action scenes. Yes, and the heroes are more laid back. Exactly. Here, the heroes are frantic. They really are, and that's that's a tough sell too, because <laughs> people want to relate to the cool, relaxed guy. The other thing is, you don't see very much of L.A. You see like an alleyway. It's terribly in shot. a home. It's so badly shot. It's like okay, so so we've got the the confines of being in a bunker for well, first. It's shot in the house and then it's shot in a bunker. So you're in kind of in a one room yes, thing. I mean, it's multiple for a yeah. while. So when he gets out, you're kind of like, well, let's show some expanse let's here. Show the expanse. And yeah. you get a bar, you get her house, a nightclub, and an alleyway. You only like see one expanse of movies when he's in the hotel. Yeah, he that's opens it. The wind, or he, he opens the, so the curtain. It just sees. seems so cheap. So cheap. It's like you have $35 million. Alicia Silverstone isn't making that much money. Maybe Christopher Walken, I guess, since this is SpaceX, but that much? No, 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 no. In the late 90s? No, 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 no. So like, what the fuck? It costs nothing to have a second unit director go up there with a camera. You're in LA. (laughs) Yes. You know, you're at a major studio. You can go and- You're in LA. Rent out a four of a building and just get some shots. Yes. Even Even if it's just like, you know, obviously you don't need stock footage, but that same kind of idea of like, you don't even need the actors on, just show LA like from afar. Yeah. You don't need Brenda Fraser even in the shot. You don't. You just have that scope. Like, just so we in the audience like, oh, wow. Or we're not just fucking claustrophobic the entire time. I mean, you can even get generic, you know, Tower Records stuff, you know, all the typical Hollywood building, a Hollywood sign. Even, yeah. Like, even a corny show like that, yes, it's played out, but it's better than nothing. Than nothing. We got nothing. And then they go to a, the end is at a house in the middle of nowhere. So you're just claustrophobic the entire time. It's really weird. It's very strange. Uh, it does feel lazy. It does feel lazy. Very happy. And they feel like they talk down to us the entire time too. Like they have to overly explain every goddamn thing. It's like, I'm an adult. You don't have to explain everything. Did you see the logo? It's the same logo as Seinfeld. Is it really? Blue with a yellow oval and like, oh, yeah, it looks God match, damn. If you're bored, check out the uh, logos between this movie and Seinfeld. It's bizarre because like anyone, especially in 1999, Seinfeld was like very important show. Of course. Like, <laughs> You want something that's going to think of the 50s or 1962 when you see that logo, right? It's the whole blast of the past, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, the font is 60-ish, but like, wouldn't you want the most like 60 looking- You would. Kind of like that thing you do, had a very 60s look, Exactly, right? yep. Like this looks like Seinfeld, which it is does. the most 90s show you can imagine. 
What the fuck? What was with the voiceover from Alicia Silverstone at the end of the movie? Uh, I'm guessing that came in post. I, total guess, but like, I have no idea. But she's not the star of the film. I, maybe, I, honestly, I, 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 I'm guessing here. No idea. Yeah. Was Brendan Fraser on a shoot? It, oh, he might have been doing Doug, fucking so Dudley great, Do-Right. Except for the, the Fallout shelter, which is masterfully done. Yeah, it's really nice. Really so much detail. It's cool. Other than that, there's no details in the movie at all. I, so I'm, I was guessing, looking, I'm guessing maybe it was the only one they get. I was looking at that Fallout shelter and I'm like, okay, it would suck to not see the sky, but I could live down there for a little bit. Maybe not 35 years, but like that's got a kitchen, a living room. Spend a week there. Bedrooms. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I could Tons spend a week food, there. Food. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the other option it could be too, I'm just thinking out loud here. Uh, maybe the studio saw it. They saw how unlikable the Alicia Silverstone character was. Maybe. And they're like, Need let's do a voiceover so we can make the audience embrace her at the end. She's the worst. She's really bad this movie. She's terrible she in the movie. She's like a nice person, like in real life. She does. She's like super like, vegetarian. I she's just, got some weird, she's definitely, yeah. oh, oh, oh. but she doesn't seem like, she's not Hollywood bullshit with her though, which I, which I respect. And she was famous really young and you don't hear her going crazy. No, and I think she like, yeah, she has some strange beliefs, but I mean, you have strange beliefs too. No. You know, but like, but that, that, you know, it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different and it's like, she's not hurting anyone. You know, she, she seems to like have her heart in the right place with the stuff she does. And she's not out there. She's not, you know, some like, like a right like, child star yeah. gone wrong. Yeah, because she was she was young. She was like, a, she was like yeah. fifteen years old when the crush happened. And then those Aerosmith videos, she was sixteen. Yes, exactly. And then like, this, she's she's still young here. She's twenty three. You know what Aerosmith did though? They made her like this. Like, I know that that that's really creepy. Like a, you know, a pinup girl at sixteen. It was really creepy. And yeah, I she's mean, crying. It, it three three videos. So I know there was crying. When was amazing? That I thought there same, was a couple years after same, same time. Oh, yeah, she's in yeah. it too, and then she's in the other one too. Yeah, it is. And um, it's weird. But it's like she's sixteen. I watched it like, today, and I was like, like it's 40s. weird. She's um, she's like on top of a guy in a car and making out, and he's like feeling her up and shit. Like it's it's really creepy. Yeah, that video's creepy. And uh, you know the fact that it didn't fuck her up is I actually know. pretty admirable. Yeah. So and and she's done some stuff. She was in a very short-lived TV show uh, a few years later. She's done some stuff that actually worked out better. I'm actually going to Look, it's the worst performance we've seen in a movie. Oh my god, she's horrible. No, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I will make one for her here. That the rest of this movie is directed very poorly. I wonder if a lot of the blame might, might fall on he Wilson here. He he you know, he didn't do his actors any any script. Oh no, he did not. No. No, he sucked. Any great service here. Yeah, he, he like they go to this. Is, I know it's stupid, but it's small. I know it's it's not a big deal, but yeah. it is. They go. They spend time to go to a baseball game in this movie, right? Yeah. They go to like a little league game. Yeah. Why not have them go to Dodger Stadium? Go to an Angels game. Oh my god! Some give us something. But then there's scope of where we are. We're in L. And maybe like I think they might have been trying to make. Oh, we want to do this like Pasadena Valley only. All right. Well then, but then have them go to Anaheim. Yeah. If you want to stay away from LA and have it be like outside LA, I understand that. Sure. But then have then you have to have some of those landmarks pop up more. You know, you have you have to give us something, some Nothing. sort of bearing where we are. And it's okay if you want to do an anti-LA movie. I, I have no problem with that at all. But then then show us the highlights of this area. <sighs> it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. I, he didn't do any. He did, did not do them any service whatsoever. Um, but now I'm thinking back, and I don't know that I've seen her in anything that I thought she was good besides Clueless, and I haven't seen that in forever. But I thought she fit the part for that. She's terrible in Batman and Robin. Oh, but, but I, that's right. Is. That's but right. That, that's a, that's a shit movie. But you can't blame. It's, I mean, everyone, or, everyone involved. I mean, Cooney's not even good. And Cooney's a great actor. Yeah, it's a ruthlessly no. bad movie. Wait, was she in both? She was in that one? She wasn't in both? No, no, she's only in that one. She's only in that one. I forgot if she was with uh, Van or not, but uh, um, yeah, no. So, I don't know. So, yeah, okay. Not even this is bad. Don't don't watch this movie. No, don't watch it. Don't watch Definitely it. thumbs down for both of us. Yeah, thumbs down. It's a piece of shit. I would have much rather watched 
Payback. Payback's not like fucking. It's not yeah, but Schindler's oh list. my god! But at least, yeah, but I'm sure. Get ready to move the bag. I'm sure it was a professionally directed though, and professionally acted. I'm sure. I was I, like, I, it wasn't my choice. It wasn't available. I don't. I mean, blame. I was number one. I, I was. I was not happy either. I was not happy that we. Were I not, did blame you. I was like, "Fuck Chris for I picking this movie." I, I was. I was watching this, and I was like, "God damn it!" But like, actually, well, well, actually, you made the choice. If it, I did. There was. There was no. The good. other there option would have been Message in a Bottle. Not interested. And we didn't want to do that one. And then um, the other movies we want to save. It was yeah. like Saving Private Ryan. And uh, Rushmore. Rushmore. I'm not going to, you know, Patreon, I love you guys. Uh, but we try to, the Patreon shows are a little bit different than our regular shows. Yeah, they we are. We talk about movies that are a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah. Um, and we we talk more inside baseball with you guys. And it's not the same exact show. I'm guessing, hopefully, if you guys are still subscribers, you like that, I don't know, I feel like more casual kind of show. But I'm not going to, we're not going to yeah. burn... Saving Private Ryan on a Patreon show. No, I blamed crazy. you. I understood the, but I blamed you. Well, you it's unfair. It? It's unfair, but I blamed you. You know whose fault it really is? It's yours. So if you <laughs> had it, no, here's why. If you had a Blu-ray player, we could have, I, I could have gotten two copies for it. Oh, I could have just watched it at your house then. No, I would have. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no I still blame you. you it's unfair. Do you have a Blu-ray player, Matt? I don't. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's not my fault, uh, and you should get a Blu-ray player. I don't think I will. Uh, anything <laughs> else? <laughs> they're like $60. It's so stupid. Are they really cheap? I don't know. I think they're pretty cheap, for real. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty dumb not have one, actually. Do you watch it's it? Shut up. Do you, uh, do you watch, is it, is it like 4K? What's the resolution in a Blu-ray? We have the 4K now. I guess my uh, PS5 has that, but I haven't uh, tried it. I think my TV doesn't have 4K. I want to get a new TV. My, me too. I want dude, I want to get a giant TV, dude. I want to get Crazy big. Do you know what it is? Do you know what you want to get? Because you Big one. I want to get one too. Crazy. Because they're so cheap now for something big. Like I've got an old 1080p. It's 40 inches. I've had it for probably nine years now. And it's fine. And, and I just should just buy a new one. I just haven't because I'm just whatever. I'm lazy telling Laura right now. I know my birthday's not until November, but you could combine my, you know, for my birthday and for uh, Christmas, my, we combine the gifts. I got my PS. They're not that you know? expensive, but I want the I want like one that's like legit. Like how big? Like sixty inch? No, 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 bigger. Oh really? Yeah. Fuck. We have the space, and I want. I want. Yeah, you do. I want. I, I think we might get a new couch too. But I mean, I'm thinking maybe movie theater seats in, in the living room. Oh. I want it. I, you know, if I can't have the home theater in the house, I want it. Then I make the living room home theater. Fuck it. So you know, above uh, like our that uh, above my fireplace there, it's kind of bumps out. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's it's like a seven foot wall. I'd love to fill that right above the mantle with a fucking giant TV. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that might be the gift I want. Uh, maybe for your birthday, I can get the same gift. No, my birthday's earlier. Maybe I'll get a gift. No, I don't care what you get. Uh, and then let's uh, let's talk the song. Another another winner. Jesus Christ! This is quite a quite an episode. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's Angel. Uh, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> so one thing I do want to say is uh, this. Know song? This is like one of the boy bands, right? Yeah, it's Backstreet Boys. This is uh, I want it that way. Yeah. Desire. 
So that's the beginning of it. And then uh, the same thing is uh, here. When I first saw you. The it's first, a different key. First note, though, sounds exactly it's the same. It's a different key, but yes. This is Monica. Well, this is Monica again. Okay. It's the same song. Nice. It's the same song. So I was like, oh, who stole from who? Same year there, right? Yes, but this Monica is a is a cover of another different key. This is only a couple years earlier too, right? It is 97. I don't understand that. So that's Eternal. Okay, so Eternal is a British girl band. They did a greatest hits album in 1997, but a lot of times what would happen is you do a greatest hits album and you'd release a couple songs. And I'm sure they did that because one of their lead singers was leaving like the next year. So they just, they wanted to get one more last gasp out of it and they couldn't pull out another album. So they decided to do mostly greatest hits plus a couple new songs. And this was on it in 1997. Mm -hmm. So then Monica decides to cover it. It's exactly the same. It's funny because you know how a lot of times I'll look at a, we'll look at a, a song and it'll show like all the writers and all the producers and all the instruments and everybody. And sometimes you'll see like a hundred people on a song or something. This has like four people on the song because they ripped it off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing different, the only instrument different was, <laughs> was Tommy Martin playing guitar and it's because they played it in a different key. So they needed someone to play it in a different key on guitar, but the rest, all the drums are, it's basically an exact sample. Uh, I mean, they, they they just took it yeah, pretty much the same. Everything else is the same. They have a new producer on it, but why would you even give anybody fucking credit for producing the song? Because it's almost an exact replica. It's really stupid. Um, This is a shit. I mean, it's just, it's it's fine. It's not good. Yeah, it's exactly. fine. Did you listen to any of the album? I did a couple of them. I listened like, to a couple of them. Too. I think yeah. the, the, you know, it's not a bad song. It's not on the album at all. I'm sure we'll end up running into it. Oh. So don't want to talk about it too much. But like yeah. that, The Boy Is Mine is actually not a bad song. It's That's on this album. Is it on this album? Yeah, and it's fine because this but album is called. It's, it's just interesting. Like the video wasn't bad. Everybody came out. I didn't like, like it. Ah, it's, no, but, like, but it's, it's, this is so, I mean, obviously. It's just. I mean, it's literally so generic. It was, it's so generic. It's, no, I mean it's just it's just so boring. The so the the um I want it that way. The guitar so they it's a picked out guitar. They're picking out strings um of the chord, right? They're picking out different notes of the chord, but the rhythm is exactly the same. The chords are the same, and the rhythm is the same. It, they pick different notes in the chord, so it's a little bit different, but it's the exact same thing. And so it's exact. You're right. It's it's just this very boring song. Um, the winner from this album to me is actually First Night, which also charted. This is a much better song. I know this is. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Song. Way better. It's just got like a little bit of, there's something there. It's, it's, yeah. it's way more interesting. Yep. It's way more fun. I think that's the issue that I have with Angel of Mind. It's not fun at all. <laughs> There's nothing fun about it. Nothing fun. The lyrics suck too. I mean, oh. they're so bad. Um, just like high school. I mean, she was young here too, but when I first saw you, I already knew there was something inside of you. But they're not her lyrics. It doesn't matter. Something I thought that I would never find Angel of Mine. I know, but actually, no, they did change some of her lyrics. Oh, really? Because they made it more innocent because she's younger oh, than okay. Eternal. Well, they didn't want to talk about her. Well, of course, but then they do First Night where she's talking about not having sex on the first date. I mean, well. like there was the other song where they were talking about anal or something. Something oh, really aggressive. Wow. Like threesomes, like uh, Brennan Frazier, which should have had, but didn't mm. fucking settled for Alicia Silverstone instead. Um, so this song, whatever, hit hit number one for four weeks because people are stupid and they pick bad music. It was a bad year for music too. No, it was a bad year for music. It's bad. 
Um, but this is the third top 10 from this song from this album. Wow. Yeah. First night and the fucking the boy is mine all charted. Yeah. She had at this point 10 top 10s. Wow. Isn't that crazy? She had a little run though. She was a big deal for a while. Yeah, but then how many albums do you think she sold? Oh, not me. I saw I saw like it was like five and a half. Five and a half in the U.S. Now her talent agency claims twenty-five million total. I take the under on that. I take the under on that. I would guess. I would guess half that, maybe twelve. I was gonna say about ten. Ten or twelve. Okay, good. But then we're in agreement. Yeah. It's like for someone who's had who had because when ninety-nine, she was born in seventy-six. She's like twenty-three, twenty-four years old. Yeah. Or no, 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 she's 40. She's 40, so no, 89. No, yeah. She's, so uh, she's 19. Yeah. So she had 10 top 10s by the time she's 19. And she's only sold 10 million. That's kind of underwhelming. Mm. She did do a bunch of TV, did some movies. She was on The Voice, so she's been around. Yeah, she's done some stuff. She's been fine. Yeah. Seems like everything, you know, she seems fine. But she's like a nice person. Hasn't gotten really in any trouble or anything. Did you see the, the real big tragedy that she had, though? I don't know. Guy that she was, um, she was dating. Uh, Jarvis Weems. I don't know this story. What happened? Uh, Jarvis Weems' brother died in a car accident, and um, and so they go to the funeral, and and uh, Jarvis is really broken up about it. And I guess they go and visit the grave not long afterwards. And while they're both there, uh, Jarvis pulls out a gun and shoots himself in the head right oh, in front of her. Yeah, well, kills himself Jesus. right in front of her. Oh my god! Fucked her up for a long time. I mean. How could Why would not? you do that to her? Why don't you just go on your own? Yeah, that's a really shitty, that's a shitty thing to do. Why would you do that to someone that you love or care about? You would never do that. Like maybe go and just, fucking, maybe you're just so, go out. Robin Williams it and fucking do it at home oh, when you're alone. Maybe you're just so out of it that you can't even think. I, I know, but that's horrible. That's awful. That is awful. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, awful, awful, awful. I didn't that. I mean, you, it was fucking, it was you can't like someone you love, happen? someone you love uh, in her early 20s. Yeah, yeah, and that's she what, had that's rebound what, relationships and that's what bad your career shit kind of petered out. Too. I wonder if that had something to do with it. I think it might have. I mean, it's yeah. hard to go out on a tour and shit when you're. No, if, if someone, someone that I love did that, and there's oh, no, I, I can. I, It'd be hard to even see a stranger that much as someone you care about. Uh, right. Oh god, that's a horrible. Story. That's horrible. Wow. So that's her. Uh, that's that's whatever. She had some tragedy, and this is a shitty song. Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, I, I came in honestly with not a lot. I'm like, I, oh, I hope Chronic got something because I don't. I, it's just, it's just I mean, I'm a, there's not much there. It's like whatever. So you know, not even her. Sounds like every day. No. Um, where were you? Well, I was gonna actually tell. I wasn't gonna talk about that. I was gonna uh, talk about something else. Um, <laughs> whatever you talk about years and different whatever. I to back off. What, 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 back off, bitch. What, based on what? What is it? What are... So uh, today's the twenty third, right? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So twenty second, which was yesterday, was yes. my stepdad's birthday. Oh, okay. And as we found out, um, my stepfather died uh, about seven or eight weeks ago now. Yeah. I know. I told you this, but we didn't tell the audience right. this, and. I didn't know. Uh, in fact, we talked about on the phone before, or not on the phone, but we talked on on the show before. How had some bad stuff happen with my stepdad. He strangled me, all sorts of other shit. And I hadn't really talked to him in years. And I didn't really know. I didn't know if he was alive or not. And I kept meaning to ask my mother, but I just never did. I don't know why. I think my mother listens to the show too, and she never offered. So maybe she wasn't listening, or maybe she never heard that. But I just never got around to asking. It did, it wasn't that important. And I'd kind of thought that. Perhaps he was dead because he lived a pretty, um, like he didn't he didn't take care of himself. Like he was a heavy smoker forever. Uh, he didn't you know he was really overweight. Didn't eat very well. Truck driver um, had a nasty accident where he uh, this was 20, 22, 23 years ago where where he hit a deer on his motorcycle, shattered his leg. He dumped the bike, shattered his leg. 
touch and go there for a while too. They reconstructed his like, I think he tore all the ligaments in his knee and mm. had any fractures and all sorts of stuff. He stopped driving a truck for that. And then that's kind of oh, when yeah. it went really downhill for him because then he's on disability yeah, and you know, he's not doing much and you know, not like Did he ever drive a truck again. I don't know. He didn't No, he, they forced him to retire and there was a settlement, but it wasn't a lot of money. Like there was a workers comp settlement. He, he didn't really get taken care of. That's not great. No, it's and not great. You have this guy. Cause in his fifties and, yeah. and he's not doing much. No. Um, I mean, he did like get to after his leg repaired and he did, he was a golfer. So he did go, he liked playing golf. He did go do that, but he wasn't, so what he's doing is sitting around all, at home that's all day, smoking cigarettes, eating shitty. Not by choice, when it just happens, yes. like an accident and stuff, it's got to be a lot going on. Well, and that was the second time of his life because the first time he, he was uh, in Viet, he was a Vietnam vet. He was in Vietnam as a as an early, a guy in his early twenties and uh, flew helicopters, got shot down, took shrapnel in his face, and uh, and and it it didn't. He had perfect vision, but he had shrapnel that stayed near his eye, and so they wouldn't let him get a commercial pilot's license to fly helicopters when he came home. And that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to fly helicopters for a living. So he wasn't able to do that. So he got it. He got his, um, you know, his driver's license to, to drive trucks. And that's, that's what he did. Right. He but, would do, but it seems like a guy at his life, a lot of things maybe that he wanted to do because of no fault of his own were taken from him. Yeah. And that's going to leave someone angry. Oh, I, oh, I mean, yeah, but he was also the type of guy that could go to Vietnam and kill people. I mean, he signed up to go do that and, uh, he was emotional. Well, by the who knows? By the time I got to him, he was really emotionally stunted. Uh, he smart, like kind of. You would think of him as kind of a bit of a hillbilly, but he was a lot. He was smarter than that. Uh, but he, but just so emotionally stunted that, that it kind of counteracted it a bit. But so that he and then when he was a truck driver, he would uh, he would do crazy runs. Like it, it was in the I think in the seventies at this point where you could kind of drive however you wanted. So he would he would do cross country shit. Or do really quick runs all through the um, the West Coast, going yeah. over the fucking you know the Sierras and shit. And he he told one story once where he um, he always had a radar detector and he got caught. He saw he blew by. He said he was going 100 miles per hour. Okay, <laughs> fucking that's 18 fuck? wheeler. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Blowing like down, you know, because because uh, I don't know if you ever driven out there, but you also you have these big downhills in some parts of California where you can just you could really get up a, mm. a head of steam going down these giant mountains. So he's blowing. He blew by a cop at 100 miles per hour, and a cop came after him, and he outran him. Oh, a cop couldn't catch him. So, yes. So like, cra- he would do crazy. He was that kind of guy. He would do things that, yeah, not not very sensible, not very smart, and a lot of it seemed macho too, in in a way. Like he'd do it because you know he wore it as a badge of pride that he mm-hmm. outran fucking cops in an 18 wheeler. I'm like, you're lucky he didn't fucking smack into a family and kill them, you asshole. Yeah. Um, he was that kind of guy. But anyway, so we found out my mom didn't even know that, that he had died for like four weeks after she gets a phone call from a mutual friend, actually a guy. I don't like this guy at all. Um, she's friends with this couple. I'm not going to name them. I, I don't, I never trust him. Never liked him. Sure. Don't like him. My, but yeah, okay. Gets a phone call from him. It was a mutual friend saying, Hey, I want to let you know that, you know, David died. Four weeks ago, and he'd found out weeks before. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, sticking. Yeah, I don't like this guy at all. Never liked him. Fuck, right. fuck that guy. Yeah, I hope you listen. Fuck you. Um, thank you for being a patron. Yeah, thanks for. Right, yeah, yeah, right. You probably won't listen. Fuck you though. Uh, <laughs> um. So anyway, so she didn't even find out, and now, okay, and there's all this crazy stuff happening because of it. Uh, so David has a son. 
who that's your stepdad. I'm sorry. Yep, David is my stepdad. Yep, has a son who was with him when he died. That that's kind of you know. There's some solace there. He didn't die alone. Okay, I, that's good. I mean, that's, yeah. No I don't have any ill will towards him. I just don't think he was a very good role model and yeah. didn't necessarily treat me well. That one act of violence was really the only. There was some other, but not nowhere near. That was really the one time where he snapped, and that happens with people. So, but I don't have t- too much ill feelings for that. Like I'm, I'm over it. But anyway, so his, so it was, yeah, his son was around, which took him to the hospital. He had a heart attack. I mean, he had basically one long. He'd had a heart attack before. He'd had a bunch of stuff, but was with him when he died. So there you go. See, like in his seventies, you think? Oh yeah, ten years older than my mom. So 72, 73 okay. at this point. Um, seventy three. He lived way longer than I thought. I really did not yeah. think he was going to make it anywhere near as long. Uh, and he'd been living in Florida and in New Hampshire. He had a place in New Hampshire. And then he would go down in the winter and kind of the tra- trailers, but Harley guy had a bike. So he, he lived fine, um, but was with him when he died. But then his son told the undertaker that they were divorced, which was a lie. Like they'd never been divorced. Um, they hadn't really seen each other much, but they never, they never they got divorced. They weren't divorced. Yeah. So like, we can't, so my mom can't like access his property, which she should be able to and like see what's there and like figure out what the property is gonna, you know, like how the property is gonna be dealt with. And so there's been this whole rigmarole of trying to get that change. The undertaker who committed fraud um, wouldn't change it, even though my mother has a you know copy of the marriage certificate and you can do a, a, a search um, through, I don't know if it's county records or state records to show that there's been no divorce decree or anything. Even with that, they're like, they were giving her the runaround. Um, like, oh, you know, we can't, you have to get his son to tell us. It's like, well, why didn't you verify this in the first place? So it's this whole rigmarole and mess. And uh, unfortunately, that's what happens on the, you know, the, the death isn't enough on the other side of it. And there's all this shit that needs to be taken care of. But anyway, so I guess that's it. We've, we're, we're still kind of figuring out all this, like the path forward, but uh, yeah, stepdad died. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's, that's never it's never easy. Yeah, hopefully, uh, if you guys gonna get a lawyer involved, that probably would be. Yeah, easier. I talked to one, and uh, yeah, um, so there, there's some paths forward, but uh, still, it's like to go and you know maybe you have to go through probate, and then it's this process, and like no one wants to deal with any it's of this not shit. Not easy. And then you gotta like I'm gonna have to go into that property too, and like see all you know. It's, it's never. No, I mean I know it's uh, it's it's something that a lot of people don't like to deal with, but you know. Obviously, we don't know when we're gonna die, but you know, try to have your shit lined up. Yeah, don't leave it for because people. you know who who gets left with the the, the baggage. But you know, the, your kid. You know, usually it's your kids, your spouse. Yeah, whatever. right. It's like, yeah, you want to make it as easy as possible for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of things you can do ahead of time to make life easier for your for your relatives. You know, if it's not gonna be a super clean cut, you know, then if there are some complications. You know, you want to yep. make it make it as easy as possible. Uh, my um uh my stepdad's ex-wife died, you know, and he has kids with her. Right. So they had to all go down, um, him and the kids go down and they're like, right, they're going through the stuff and it's very emotional. My stepdad went to provide his kids some support, support, but like, you know, I, you know, I mean, I think that was nice of him to do because he, you know, you want to go, I wouldn't want to go to my ex-wife's stuff. I want to just, you know, let's pass, pass, but like, you know, but you know, right now you, you, and you might have to get dragged. I'm going to, because I'm not going to let my, I'm not going to let my mom do that by herself. There's no way. So I wouldn't do that. So no, you know, so now, you know, it's just, it can take months or a year to go through. And then you deal with a lawyer too, potentially, or whatever you deal with paperwork and it's just right. It's the detective work too. That's part of it. That takes time and effort. Like, okay, well, what are the bank accounts or what properties you own or what are the cars or what, you know, he has this place in Florida and like St. Pete or something. Okay. Well, what's that? What state is it? And like, I don't mean physical state, but like, 
you know, is it taken care of? Is it right? You know, what do we, what do we do with all this stuff? And mm. yeah. And, and it's my mom's responsibility because she's a spouse. Yeah. It uh, doesn't sound, uh, doesn't sound uh, easy or fun. Yeah. So that's it. I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Uh, we are back on Saturday with Kirk Minahan. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Don't have a song yet. I'm going to have to ping him and say, hey, what do you want to do? But you don't have a song yet? No, he because we moved the movies. We switched yeah. the movies out. But yeah, find out what he wants to do. And then um, I'm going to. But we're going to tape out of order. So uh, we're actually going to tape the, because uh, I'm going away. <laughs> I'm going away a lot in the next month. It's yeah. a disaster. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's fun. I'm going to fun stuff, but it's actually for the show. Um, and we aren't even taking a week off. Not for the patrons. You guys will get a show, but we might yeah, we're going to take a regular. A, uh, yeah, we need to. It's the only way to really make it work. I know. I'm, uh, we're not. It won't be for a couple weeks, but uh, I think like the week after Kirk show, we're going to do a regular show. And then after that, we might end up taking a week off. I think we are. But you got, yeah, I think so too. Because uh, we, we just can't make it work. Just, just yeah, time but, but it won't be for you. I think we're going to, right now we have it scheduled so you guys will. Yes, we'll have a Patreon show. Right. So Patreon you guys show. actually get five shows this month. Um, uh, but yeah, one for, one Saturday show might not happen. Yeah, so hopefully that makes it up, makes up a little bit for them. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, but that's uh, kind of what we're, so yeah, so we're going to tape it out of order. So if the Kirk interview is uh, crazy for some reason or whatever, I don't know. We're not going to, we don't know. We're going to know. But uh, yeah, so next week we're, uh, that's platoon. Platoon. Yeah. So you have to get us off there, but I'm going to put it in the Slack tonight. So. Okay, do that. I'll, I'll take a look at the, the stuff and I, I'll ping him. I mean, I can ping him. Yeah, I'll ping him this weekend. Yeah. Because he, he did, oh, today's Friday. He did a show today. So he, yeah, he'll be around this week. I'll, I'll ping him this weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, on Saturday. Later.